All right, welcome to episode four of the Two Guys, One Team podcast. Uh, I am Nave. I've got Travis here with me as always. Travis, how you doing? Doing great, man. Ready to talk some football. Love it. Uh, we are talking running back rankings today. Um, plenty of shit to talk about. We were kind of going over some things before we jumped on here. Uh, I don't. I don't even need to prepare for this, other than just to tell all of you that Travis is really wrong about a lot of things, and um, just kind of start from there. My uh, running backs. Oh my gosh! I wish I had an example to counterpunch that, but holy shit, they have left me high and dry many a time. I've pulled better off the waiver than I've wasted keepers on, and all my keepers had just drip mouth dripping wet potential and fucking flubbed it every single time. Going into the same thing this year of do I really have to give this guy a fucking shot? So what is your what what do you think is your biggest running back drafting weakness? Well, I feel like uh, you start to think about the injury bug, but then you're kind of weighing it against how important they are to a team. And you get kind of one of those potential number one workhorse guys and you go for it. And when it fails, you're usually wasting a high draft pick on it and shit can fucking tumble downhill from there in a hurry. So like the mistakes that people usually make, right, are... Or waiting as far a long as, time. As, as as far as I can see, is like you're either drafting off of last year's performance and not next year's. Okay. Right. So that's like one. That would be one category of mistake that I see people making. Um, comp, um next one would be um, over or undervaluing the the PPR. Right. So, okay. Like, not um, factoring that, it's like just kind of seeing the running back and missing out on that kind of potential or how pivotal right. it can like, be. Name that comes to mind from, you know, a couple of years ago would be like Alfred Morris. Right. I okay. mean, like, in the standard scoring, he was probably going to be low top 10, but in PPR, he was going to be like 15 to 20. Um, you know, he was going to get outscored by guys that caught a lot of passes. Um, I mean, injury bug, you can't injury bug you you just i mean you you deal with it right like i i I had david johnson last year and uh breaks his wrist like (laughs) fuck like what do i do like i mean it's a keeper league and he didn't hurt his knee all right i mean like that's just the thing you don't want is like you just don't want them to hurt their fucking knee yeah um so and then but like like for me, looking at, at the way that you handle like wide receivers you've got like a specific flaw that I see. Right. And, and obviously we covered that in the wide receiver ranking. So if you've skipped ahead in class, you need to go back and listen to the wide receiver rankings. Boom. We just got another download. Um, yeah. You can the, see how Nave consistently misses a top 15 wide receiver every year. You guys will love it. So, uh, but with running backs, it's, I, you know, and then I think the, so the third way that people fuck up is not, identifying a running back by committee early enough and staying away from from those type of guys i was gonna say with the ppr thing too is occasionally you chase that and you end up with the third down role guy who gets four chances a game and you hope it evolves to more and it usually doesn't yeah and like and i've listen 
as always, I have no data to back this up. But I feel like the PPR style running backs, like the third down backs, the Chris Thompsons, Chris Thompsons and the Deion Lewis and those guys tend to fall off when it gets cold. Like they're great for the first two and a half months of the season. And then when it starts to get ground freezes, you know, ground freezes, they're usually littler guys. They've been like, they, you know, so they're taking a season's worth of beatings. Like, and so I, Dion Lewis I just, is an interesting name because now will he be in the number one role? I, I would need to look at that a little more close. I know he's changed teams. So that's an interesting factor. If you're taking a third down back and moving them up to that, what value does that add? Or 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 doesn't it, right? I mean, like, who would you rather be a third down back for Tom Brady or would you rather be a third down back for Marcus Mariota? Um, I'm, a, I'm real big on a Mariota. He's just – I think he's – it's tough that he's with the Titans. That's, like, the main downfall of him. That's all I see. He's There's a lot of potential there to be his well, right I mean, like, man. At the end of the day, all these shitty teams have shitty quarterbacks. <laughs> and so, you know, it's like – it's one thing to look at the running back and go, God, he's on the, he's on the Browns or he's on the Jets or he's on the Titans. It's another thing to be like, Marriott on the Titans. And that's scared. Like Marriott should be the fucking Titans. I mean, like the only reason the Niners got good last year was they finally got a fucking quarterback. So, um, you know, it's like the quarterback is going to, it makes the offense obviously. And so, you know, yeah, I'm concerned about Mariota um, being viable. Now, they've got a new coach and a new offensive system, and maybe it's not going to be a fucking, you know, a conservative version of a Jim Harbaugh offense. And I should um, specify, I see it more uh, just straight up football, not so much fantasy. I completely get that there's probably not enough points there to really warrant any Mariota needing to be on your team outside of a bye week yeah but just from wins for that team i i think he's best man at the helm i think on any other team and give him the right offensive coordinator he's he's off to the races okay so um let's jump into the rankings um who's your top running back oh i think it's obvious isn't it Gurley. okay so um take yeah, Gurley early it's easy ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen that's that, that's that's our uh i don't even know what to call that but that was that's that was amazing that was, that was gold jinx of the um year. the uh i'm good with Gurley. um i know i said take first was Gurley was my take first um but i'm like i yeah I, i've heard some convincing arguments about Le'Veon bell um, being the number one, like that, they're that the Steelers. He's not going to be on the Steelers next year, so they're just going to run him into the ground this year. Um, so I, you know, listen. I think I think there's that's usually not the best place to have a running back. I I get that up in production, but as soon as he pushes back against that, I kind of once he kind of knows where he's going, whether it's behind the scenes or not you might see just a drastic drop-off. Like, oh, I sprained my thumb, and you don't see him for six weeks. Yeah, I mean, if if for whatever reason, like if, if, if Roethlisberger gets hurt, you know, I think that, and, and they're no longer a playoff team. Let's see, you know, Mason Rudolph is a rookie, and, 
and you know performs like a rookie and you know maybe they're a you know they rattle off a couple of losses i could see levy on bell theoretically shutting it down um and i honestly so don't that... know what big ben's uh like thoughts on the guy are i mean you know all these contract holds out at some point he's got to be like come on dude just fucking show up get paid but show up for your team I well, think I mean, he's he, he's getting paid, but he's yeah, slowly I mean, proving he's not a team guy. You know, if in the locker room, it's not really there. If it's more just kind of like the media and contract stuff, that can also be a factor. But if there is something to that, it's going to cause some issues. See, I think I think these guys and I think like because I saw it a little bit with some of the stuff I was reading about the, the rookie linebacker for the Bears that just signed. Like, I think these guys like especially for like the training camp stuff. I mean, I'd say most of your top players in the league look at training camp as an absolute fucking joke anyways. Like, they they know their only job is to not get hurt. So if Le'Veon Bell doesn't want to show up, big fucking deal. You know, it's like these guys all know just how short a lifespan they've got. And, you know, shit, man, if I'm Le'Veon Bell and Roethlisberger is bitching at me about me wanting a contract, I'd be like, dude, you get to play for 20 years. Yeah. I get like, t- I get eight. Shut the fuck up. That's part of it. If he just kind of, you know, pulls him aside, hey, is this just wear and tear? And he's like, yeah, man. And, you know, that's all it amounts to. I get it. Because that, that does make a lot of sense if that's just all he's pulling for. I, yeah. I'm just not so, okay. put so, him at number one because of so, that. So you like Gurley. That's Girl. and 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 I don't think uh I think if you take Gurley or Bell you're going to be happy. Um you have some opinions on David Johnson. Yeah, he had a great year and then he was hurt, so it, it's tough data. I mean, yeah, I mean it's a wrist injury though. It's not like again, like no, this I'm is just, like he didn't blow out a knee. I I'm not saying like it's going to linger with him. It's just he's been out of the the league a year. Uh, it's yeah. it's tough to instantly say he's going to be the guy he was. He's with a new quarterback. It's I just don't think he's number three. Okay, so who's who's your so Bell Gurley are your top two? Mm-hmm. I'm presuming. Mm-hmm. Who who's three for you? I'm going to put uh, Zeke Elliott up there. I don't really want to, but I'm going to. He's not no suspension this year. Like why not? Yeah, I, I mean, I I prefer David Johnson. I I think. I, I mean, Elliot's Elliot's hate the Dallas yeah, I mean, offense. I mean, your argument against David Johnson is like, listen, I Sam Bradford's probably a bit like, listen, could I fucking hate Sam Bradford? I think he's <laughs> not. Listen, I don't think I've ever seen him throw the ball past ten yards downfield. Um, check down Sam, but you know, Dak, like, I'm not. I mean. The difference between the difference for David Johnson between him and Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott's got that line in front of him, but it's still like there's there is nobody that scares me on the outside of for the Cowboys. Um, the the receivers aren't great, and yeah, that's a they, that is a major issue for him. You got to give the ball to him, which. Yeah. Give and take. So against teams with good secondaries, mm-hmm. you're you're. I mean, Zeke might be looking at eight, nine guys in the box, like every you know, eight, eight guys in the box every single, every single play. So um, I will give David Johnson one amazing year and then just nothing to go with. It's 
is he can he be that guy I don't think injury is going to hold him back from it necessarily but having not played in a year and all that yeah he can get over that but what's the curve I just think there's some new quarterback a little bit more I just don't see him as third all right um well, we're not going to be able to draft him any fucking way. So, <laughs> so move point in this league. There we are. So, um, we are keeping uh, Antonio Bryant and Kamara. Um, uh, we have potentially the ability to keep Kareem Hunt if the league goes to three keepers. So, obviously, we're pushing on that. That would give us three, basically, first-round draft picks. Um, uh, moving down the list. So, where where we're going to get our – and. So if we only get two keepers, right, we're probably going to have to take, you know, we might have a shot at another top 15 running back. Um, and I think we should probably take it with the depth at receiver. Yeah. That if we, if we can get another top 15 running back, then so kind of like who realistically we're going to be looking to get. Right. So like, let's just say like, um, I'm guessing um, Gordon's kept. I, yeah, I can't imagine. Go- I can't imagine Gordon making it out. Um, McCaffrey Fournette, might be Fournette, McCaffrey might make it into the draft. Lashawn McCoy, I, uh, I don't. I, he's not. I don't uh, think. I think he's. I think he's on my do not draft. I list. was just like, about to say I don't want to put him there, but. Uh, I mean, he's he might be lining himself up for a suspension. There's that. Um, there's Buffalo. There's old. The um, uh. The let's see here, Devonte Freeman. I think is probably that's a safe um, play. I think he's probably like at twelve yeah. has has a real strong possibility of of outperforming that. Um, you know, there's going to be injuries in the top fifteen, right? I mean, if we just look at last year, you've got David Johnson missed the season basically. Um, Dalvin Cook basically missed the season. Um, so that's two of the guys that are still in the top 15 that missed last season. So there are going to be guys that, that, that get hurt. So, you know, I think Devonte Freeman's a guy that if he stays healthy, um, you know, could move back into the top 10. I think Jarek McKinnon, I've probably like, I, I've, I probably have talked about him, but you know, it's like, he's going to be, he, yeah, he's yeah. the running back in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Like, I mean, listen, you talk about wanting guys with big offenses and good quarterbacks. Like Kyle Shanahan is one of the top three play callers in the league. Especially um, when it comes to running backs, that guy's had eyes for years on those guys. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, like the, that's now McKinnon might be overvalued because a bunch of people are, are, are hyping him. But there's also the potential that all of that hype pushes him, you know, it kind of goes too far and he falls because people are like, oh, there's a little too much fucking smoke there, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but a guy, I... I think he might that... get way overlooked on some lists. Uh, you know, people might even still think he's with Minnesota if they're just not paying attention. Just little things like that. So there are, um, there are three guys, and they've all got something in common. They've all played running back for the Dolphins. <laughs> I, I don't want Kenyon Drake. I don't want Ajayi, and I don't fucking want Lamar Miller. Oh man, mega rap battle! It's like a whole group right there. Yeah, no, I'm good. You can three pack crew. Anybody can fucking have those three fucking guys. I don't want anything to do with them. Um, 
I'm good. Here's Hard pass. A, okay, I'm going to make a case for a Jai. I don't want to, but here it is. Philly's good. Big scoring offense. He's moving into the number one role. We don't know what it's going to be, but it is that for now. That has value. I hate to see his name. I could see him slipping and sliding all over this list all year, every game. Uh, I just like him better than the 19th that ESPN has him. Um, think he can outperform that just because he's on Philly. I mean, I like, okay, so for Ajay, I like him better than Collins. I like him better than Drake. Um, yeah, uh, that's McCoy's, the thing. I'm seeing like Miami guys, you know, all that. Like McCoy, McCoy's, we, McCoy's basically on a do not draft list for me. And then beyond that, we're talking about guys we're not going to be able to get anyways. I think I'd so, take him over Dalvin Cook, though. And Dalvin no. Cook's, I, I, trust me, I, I know that it's not fun to say. It's just, uh, Latavius Murray is still there. They're looking to, no. No, I'm not. No. I'm not saying he's going to be the number one guy. I know they're looking to replace him, but I that's yeah, that's I'm, why. I, listen, if we get a chance to take Dalvin Cook, we're taking him, and we're going to be happy about it. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying, there like that. That is have, a you do have to factor that Ajay is for now number one guy on one of the number one offenses. Sure. And 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 for me has been so historically boom or bust that it's like that second that's an inconsistent second running back is a fucking nail in the coffin oh, for so many of my fantasy football teams. Like that, I was just saying, he's going to be the number three guy some weeks, and then he's going to be the twenty third, and then he's going to be the thirty third, and then he's going to be the fifth and the fifth. And then he's going to burn you for the 40th and then they'd be the first, you know, it's like, what the... yeah, yeah, no. And like that kind of volatility, like, yeah, sure. Give it to me in a flex, but do not like my second running back needs to finish in the top 15. Yeah. Like that's, that's gotta be it. And like, I'm not and... making a case necessarily for picking him right there, but if he comes around another, it's going to be tough. At least keep that in mind. So, um, we've got one running back. Um, we're going to try and take a second running back uh, with our with our with our third pick, whether that's uh, keeping Kam- uh, Kareem Hunt or uh, drafting best available running back. As long as it's not kind of like a Lashawn McCoy or um, you know somebody terrible like Christian McCaffrey seems like a silly third round pick to me, but I could be talked into it. Um, the where we're going to, you know, so if we get Hunt, I think we can hold on running backs for a few rounds and really load up on on wide receivers because there's going to be the running backs that fall through the cracks. Everybody's and then we can gonna, pick the good guys out of the committee. Right. Everybody is going to take, you know, the rookies higher. You know, you know, Saquon's going high. He's going in the first round um he's not going to be a keeper so you know yeah you know he's going to be on the board yeah you i mean yeah i mean it's he can't be kept so he's going to be he's projected high if if you've got a shitty team in this league and you've got average keepers you're better off just hoping for a good spot in the draft order and not keeping anybody so you can keep get saquon i mean like he's good enough to not keep 
Like if you've got three guys that would go in the second round, okay, you're better off just letting all of them hit the hit the draft and trying to and then hoping to load up and and get Saquon in the first round. Like because you can't pick in His this league. Quarterback keep... has fucking man tits. If you keep breathes out keep... of his mouth and is, I, I'd have if to look. You... I, he feels older than I am. It... If you keep one guy, but if you, here's the thing in this league, if you keep one guy, that that's your first round pick, and basically you've lost your chance at Saquon. So yeah, if he's not going to drop to the second round, uh, well, however you want to slot it with uh, the keepers in there, I know that throws off the round. So right, like first opportunity. You're like you're so not going to see that there's a, again. There's a few teams in there, and and listen, and we brought that up yesterday. You do have to keep that in mind with guys of going. Okay, I won't see this name again. Yeah. All right. So let's play a little um, either or. Right. Um, so let's say um, let's let's do this. So let's get God. let's get a hide something going. Get what? Something with hide going. Oh, okay. we're Listen, looking at a here's, top okay. ten guy. Uh, no, here's my you here's like my Cleveland. Hyde. Hyde is uh, listen. Hyde is my least favorite Forty Nine er of the last three or four years. The guy uh, runs so looks for stupidly. Yep, he's he like he gets hurt every single season. He fumbles fucking unnecessarily because he's fighting for an extra fucking quarter of a yard. And every once in a while, he does something fucking fantastic or runs a guy over and you get pumped up and then he fucking tries to do it again later in the game and he ends up fucking turning an ankle or turning the fucking ball over. He is, he runs so stupid. And for a guy that had a year to fucking watch Frank Gore, who is as, I mean, Frank Gore's 35 and is still fucking going to just last year, almost a thousand yards. Um, Keep in perspective here, this total failure that you're referencing got him eighth in the league last year he's the dumbest fucking running back i've seen in a fucking 49 so right uniform. now he's at 43rd right because he's got duke johnson for third down That's... and he's got nick and he's got nick chubb to share the rest of the load with so nick they chubb did... is not an issue to carlos hyde Nick Chubb right is Nick Chubb's going to be a problem. Okay, I get, I mean like I get that. Just like Marlon Mack was slowly waiting and now is going to be fucking average at best. Um, so, listen, there here's the problem with with Hyde and Chubb. They're the same they're like literally the same size. They're basically the same guy. And 3D printed. If one of them puts the ball on the ground, Right or one of them gets hurt, you're not going to hear from the other one for the <laughs> rest of the season. It doesn't fit in with the team. Yeah. So, like, yes, I'm staying away now. So you're, I, you're going. With I this think the Browns as a eighth forty third. I think the Browns as a team will run the ball well, but you won't be able to tell me in two and a half weeks who is going to be the one that is running the ball because you know Duke Carlos Johnson's Hyde. in on third down. Carlos Hyde. Yeah, well, I'm not willing to like. I'm not willing to bet a top seven pick, top seven round pick that that coin flip works out for us. I just want to have a name brand something by that round because we're gonna need another running back. So I like Death. carrying three solid running backs. Yep, I like. 
two guys I think can finish in the top 15 yeah. and one guy that isn't going to fall beyond 25. Now, I just fucking hate it because Hyde's in Cleveland. So I could almost just pass on him for that factor. But I see major wiggle room between 43rd that he's that ESPN has him at. I don't worry about the guys on his team. Uh, I'm going for him being the starter and what I actually think is going to happen. It's not 43rd. But the t- the the t- the, talent the, run- the talent in the in the running is not back great. Room. I don't want to. Tw- I'm not looking for a 25th round. I'm just saying that guy's going to do better than that. He's going to lead that team. He's a fucking RB one, and he's proven it. He's top ten. Yeah, that's what. It's... Listen, if they hadn't, if they hadn't drafted the running back, listen, they signed Hyde to pair with Duke Johnson, yeah. and 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 instantly it's like okay. The Browns aren't taking Saquon with the they the first and fourth pick, right? So now they don't have to take Saquon. Cool. Um, good for them. Um, then they go and draft Nick Chubb at like the end of the first or the or the second round, I feel like. And um, that we're, gonna, t- t- we're just going to rely on the Browns drafting. Uh, different. Hey, listen, this is a different regime, man. This is the same guy they, that this I is the same. Pretty impressed with some of the moves, but now they've. It's just whack-a-doodle with the wide receivers. They're overloaded. It's something. Yeah, I mean, but but are they? They're not overloaded on wide receiver. Well, if they, I don't even know if they're still shopping Des. I don't even want to talk about the guy. I don't even know if they're still shopping him. But they're like letting Corey Coleman go. He was the number one receiver off the board. Like I know you give me shit for not taking uh for like an older guys, but I did pull some of the very high ranked rookies off the board and for very cheap last year and those guys didn't pan out for fucking shit i see i don't like so here's the thing i don't like rookies yeah but you so that's somewhere in the middle is uh is the juice i i like guys in their second and third year yeah i don't i don't like rookies they're either you either overpay like in in an auction standpoint or even in 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 snake draft you've got to overpay for something that you're not sure about I what think... about the keeper league and the guy that bids a dollar? And I'm not saying he's Julio Jones by any bid, but you know sometimes people pull stuff like that for a dollar, and then you've got to live with it for season after season after season. Right? Okay. Well, that's okay. So listen again. I'm not going to overpay for rookies. Like, there's no way in the uh, auction league that we're in that I'm going to go get Saquon Barkley. Okay, I'm just I'm not paying the seventy bucks for him because yeah. you're not paying the the top dollar, and a guy like that isn't going to slide. It's not like the uh, Giants have a guy in front of him that he's bound to replace. He's the guy, right? It's like so he's going to go. He's going to get like drafted like he's he's a first now round guy. Have seen Zeke, and they're going to be right. So it's like I would I would rather like the the, do- the dollar rookies. I'm all for right. It's the because. It's again. It's very easy to drop them if they're shit. Yeah. Um. You know, if if Saquon is shit, your whole season's a bust. You're fucked. Yeah. It's just so Coleman broke his hand twice. I don't. I don't trust the Browns. There are a lot of running backs here that I need to do more. And and listen, there's a lot of running backs here that I need to do more research on. But there's a few guys that I really like. Um, that are going to either be in good offenses or they are uh, going to be 
they're going to be good offenses or um, they don't have somebody that's fantastic in front of them. Royce Freeman. So, uh, I mean, Royce Freeman, again, this, this is that kind of rookie thing. Yeah. I, just, I just don't know. Yeah, I feel like uh, we were just mentioning rookies. I feel like it is much easier to take a rookie running back compared to a rookie wide receiver. I'd 100% agree with that, but I still think people overpay for rookies. No, if they take them off the board way early, it's worth at least putting on your sleep or one one of your list. Pay attention to the NFL draft. Right. So guys guys I like, Derrick Henry. I think he's a beast. Okay. Um, uh, Yeah, I like that name. Um, uh, let's see here. So you think that he is going to take Lewis's job if he has? To, I, like... I, th- I think I think it's Derrick Henry's job, and Lewis is Lewis is going to be the third down third down back. I think I'm Derek looking right Henry's now. They monster. have him twenty three and twenty four. Okay, yeah, right. I, I gotcha. So, um, uh, the the Green Bay running back situation, I'm staying away from. It's goofy as shit every single year. So any of the Green Bay running backs, I'm, it is. I'm kind of I'm good on Patriots. Patriots, Patriots running backs, I'm good on. Um, Redskins running back, uh, Geis fell or uh, you know tore his ACL, so he's See, the rookie. He's he's gone. So and a little no bit, idea what they're doing there. Since we're this far into it, and we completely kind of threw his name to the side, you wouldn't take Lamar Miller anywhere in between all this. I'm not excited about the guy. But if he's going to be the number one guy in Houston, I fucking hate <laughs> that guy. He's is not fucking happening. I don't want him. I don't want him. But I mean, some of the other names that were thrown up, eventually, I don't know where his name popped. Okay, is, but... so Lamar Miller. Okay, here's here's what I'll give you. Lamar Miller could be the guy that we say won't fall out of the top twenty-five, like. But he's. I'm not drafting him as my RB two. There's no fucking way. He he's at best a flex. He's an insurance policy slash a flex spot um, because I'd rather overpay for a third running back than um, oh than an iffy wide receiver. So where are you like, coming in on at the uh, Raiders and Seattle running backs? Uh, Seattle's offensive line is fucking terrible. So. <laughs> yeah hard pass on the Seattle running game. But um, potentially in the next couple of years, there should be something there. If if all they're missing is a line, the other piece, that one's a tough one, I think, to just completely but overlook. But, like, every, like, it's so hard to fix an offensive line. Like, guard, like you can't do it in free agents any, agency anymore because even guards are getting, like, $12 million a year. Um, the You can't that they're – unless they and, – and, listen, they could – there's a world in which I just jizz all over <laughs> myself every single Sunday where they have a really rough season and they fall to third or fourth in the division. Um, I mean, that offensive line, if it's as bad as everybody thinks it's going to be. Uh, I mean, they got to be coming together at some point. You need to, you can't you, like you can sing kumbaya the fuck you want you still need talent <laughs> true 
And, you know, it's like they keep trying to, like, you know, they're, they're, they take a defensive tackle and try and turn him into a guard. And then they do this and they do that. And they bring this fucking guy in. And I don't know the fucking... metrics they're looking at, but I don't even feel like the money ball effect with it. I just feel like, nope, we just budgeted here. Well, they, okay, so they traded for um, they traded for uh, uh, the big left tackle that was on the Texans. Um, so they've got a left tackle, but he's got to stay healthy. Um and so they've at least got the left tackle and, and maybe that'll sort everything else out. But like, you know, one of these days somebody's gonna catch Russell Wilson and um you know, like it's uh anyways, so I don't listen, I don't like the Seattle I don't like the Seattle he gets line. Suplexed and yeah, I don't like the Seattle line. I so and by extension of that I don't like the running game. Um, you know, so Joe Mixon. Right. There's a guy that is going to be in that kind of like 10 to 17 range. Yeah, that it's he's perfect right there. He doesn't excite me. There's no. OK, so second year running back um, with a decent quarterback, big weapons on the outside. Um, and so he's not necessarily going to be the focal point, but, um, you know, probably undervalued a little bit. And. Uh, again, going into a second year, I think that there's there's some opportunity there. I think he's a guy that we could definitely slot into the RB2 with the expectation that – not the expectation, but I don't think he'll fall below 20, but he could be top 10. I mean, like when he was coming out last year, there was a reason people were like, hey, he, sure, he knocked the shit out of his girlfriend, but he's really good. <laughs> hey, I know we've all seen the video, but hear me out. Yeah, hear me out. He's fucking good. So, um, I, you know. I get the talent. I, Cincinnati is just such an issue. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they've, you know, it's like they've been, it's, it's at least the same coach for the last 15 years. You know what you're getting. I mean, they've had great running backs, like a first um, round playoff, you know, between well, Bernard and Hill. It's like, well, listen, you don't have to play these guys. Yeah. Well, they don't need to make the playoffs for us to have a good fantasy yeah, season. What year so, are we going to get an outright top 10 from that guy? We keep getting these little, oh, Gio's going to be good. And you're like, oh, nah. Oh, no. I, like, I mean, Gio's done. Um, the other guy, I mean, I'm just like, Hill, he's done. It tends to be this, like, just stirred shit or the team falls apart or just ends up not putting up enough points. That- yeah, I think I think Mixon's the man this year. There's nobody he's competing with for the top spot. I think, you know, 15 um, – 15 could could be 10 spots lower than he finishes this season. So I think I think he's got as much upside. I mean, he's got he's got more upside to him than I'd say Devontae Freeman or McCoy um who are like who are DeVon ranked ahead of him with the uh, I think he's I'll he's, take he's, McCoy but uh... he's got he might have more upside than McCaffrey. Now McCaffrey's got the PPR but he's not going to get any goal line. I mean, Joe Mixon's a big dude. So see McCaffrey, I think is going to get some goal line, Uh, you know, as big as cam is, they don't want him busting all those in. um, Yeah. But I mean, like you get down to the the two yard line, who you give it to the six, five, 260 pound quarterback or the, you know, the, the guy from Stanford. (laughs) I mean, put it like that, right. It's like six, five, 260 pound quarterback or the kid from Stanford. You're giving it to the fight. Like you, he does you, not you, pass the eye test. I will give you that. Yeah. So okay. So I mean, Joe Mixon's a guy that I'd be happy with, but like, 
again, we've talked about Kenyon Drake. Alex Collins is – I hate that offense. I hate the Ravens this year. I think they're going to finish uh, – I think they'll finish below the Browns. Yeah, I'm not I'm not biting on Alex Collins. Um, Royce, Royce Freeman is interesting to me um, as long as he's not going to – if he's – if he's go, if he's getting overdrafted, and this is where we start need to start doing some mock drafts. If he's getting overdrafted, we're never going to see him. Like, there's too much volatility in rookie running backs. Again, with a third yeah, running back, there's a I very good chance I don't want to doesn't make it. The third running back can't drop below the twenty the number the twenty five. Like, there's if we have chance to, if, since he's new to the league that uh, that he drops, but it's going to be tough to see him when we want to see him. So, like, and then the the big. The then there's guys like Tarek Tariq Cohen. I'm he's a flyer guy for me. Uh, Marlon Mack, flyer guy. Um, you yeah, know, Marlon who, Mack just is supposed to step into this role and hasn't, but they're not high. That one's tough. I mean, he was a rookie, he was just a rookie last year and he was electric. Um, when he got the ball in his hands, I don't know why they didn't give it to him more, but because he fucking you, flubbed, he was not that amazing at all. He was given uh, his chance and just lackluster as shit. The um, well, here let's let's. I'm I'm interested to look at his uh, like yards. Twenty eight yards, seventeen yards, fourteen yards, twenty three yards. Granted, throwing another like five to twenty for receiving, but fucking. It's so it's that ten. So here's the thing that's attractive about him: it's the almost eleven yards a catch as a running back that. Is if you if you and here's you know if you they you've got to give a running back some actual carries you can't just and kind of Gore throw is there actually for, gone now and Gore's gone so like it's Marlon Mack or I mean did they sign anybody else who else is on the 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 Colts uh, I don't think anybody let me do a that was part of it um yeah I mean no Marlon Mack um. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's Marlon Mack. It's Marlon Mack. I so. I get all that. It's oh man, in like you were saying earlier, the performances between years can can differ a lot. I, oh man, he'd be he'd be tough to take just because of. But flyer, he's he's a fourth running back guy. So these are the guys I'm thinking of, like for a fourth running back, real like yeah, you're not, not starting. I got you. You're you're not drafting them to start. You're drafting them as flyers. So like. Whoever is the backup in um, Seattle, so whether it's the rookie or Carson, whoever's the backup is the guy that I could see us taking a flyer on. Uh, Marlon Mack, yeah, guy and that, take that's what I was getting at is because somewhere in there, someone pops out ahead. Yeah, um, Marlon Mack. I think you know. Um, Where are you at on Lynch? Uh, he's probably going to go before I'm. I'm. I'd be willing to draft him. That's what but, I'm seeing too, but at the same, like he's a he's a guy that like probably isn't gonna drop below. You know, like is he realistically gonna drop below the number? The if if he's if he's locked in and healthy, is he gonna drop below the uh, the twenty five best twenty fifth best running back, or probably does he not. get bored when they're at like four and eight and goes to do? Uh... <laughs> commercials in korea or something you know no i think um i mean listen he averaged four yards a carry 4.3 yards a carry he broke off a long run he scored seven touchdowns like 
I could certainly see him. Now, he only got 200 carries last season, which is really light. Um, I mean, that's like 12 carries a game. So that is that you've got to feel like is going to go up. So, you know, it's like I feel like Lynch could end up in the top 25. I mean, he'd be a he'd be that I like a solid veteran with that third running back because you like I think that you 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 take a very solid running back with RB1. You take a guy that's top 15 but with top 5 potential with RB2 and then you take a solid veteran in case of if you've got an injury to either of those guys, you can plug in somebody that's solid and you're not like this guy's going like, to get 17th and that's just going to have to do the worst thing that ever happens to me in fantasy football is when I've got to like stream running backs and every week I'm looking for fucking waiver wire wonder wonders. Like that's one thing to do week. as a receiver. It's another thing to do with running backs. It is so and fucking difficult to run Miller in there. You know, just like names like that. At some point we do have to dance with like, Oh shit. I need a guy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking like, I I'm good with these guys as our third running back, not our second. Okay. Um, Tariq Cohen. I think he'll probably go higher than, than we're able to get him, but he's a, he's a flyer guy. Any of the rookies, Marlon Mack, Nick Chubb. I'm just so off Chicago, but all right, I get the. Um, I mean, new coach and um, new coach bringing the Andy Reid Kansas City offense, which is a dynamic offense um, up there. Um, you know the the PP the PPR guys like Theo Riddick. Um, you know I'm good with them there. Um, you know, and and the the other thing is handcuffing. Um, you know, with that fourth running back, are we handcuff? You know, we've got to, you know, figure out a way to handcuff probably Kamara, but you know that would probably handcuffing Kamara means that we've got to draft Mark Ingram. So See, maybe I think Mark- you might also be able to kind of circumvent that by I know we're not big on New England or uh, Green Bay running backs, but at some point, would you rather take a guy that is just truly a handcuff or a guy that? is at least on a high volume offense and their quote unquote number one guy. So this, this is why I like, I, I, I prefer to take three solid, like the, I prefer to take a much better spend a little more drafted a little earlier, a third running back that might not ideally won't start for me. Right. But is going to be better than the, better than the handcuff probably. Um, and, is will be useful at some point during the season, whether it's bye weeks or covering for a shitty wide receiver draft or something like that. Yeah, like I prefer, you know, a, that third running back to be almost just borderline starter, um, exactly borderline top twenty, and and because I'm I've always been real confident in my ability to go find wide receivers later in the draft. So, um, like I like having three strong running backs. I've learned my lesson by just kind of like plugging in two running backs and saying, I'm set. Um, I'll go find somebody later. It's like, you can't find running backs late in the season that you can trust if you're going to be a playoff team. Like, you know, it's like you run into, you, you might, I mean, like how lucky do you have to be for a David Johnson to like rip off exactly. like five touchdowns in like a week 12 game or and, you know people weren't game. taking this yeah exactly they were taking him so late in the year it's not like yeah. he was much of a draft guy um yeah there's just like some what of a case maybe for ty montgomery 
But above him at this point, looking at the list, I'd probably take Bilal Powell. Uh, he's a jet that sucks, but he's had some great years. He, he's been really reliable in PPR sometimes. I think 52 is a little harsh on the guy. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm I'm looking at, um, you know, even, like, I'm looking, let's see here. He's 4.3 average, you know. Didn't have that many touchdowns, but. So, I mean, like, a guy like Amir Abdullah, right? Yeah. Like, was a was a monster two years ago. Got hurt the, the first Riddicks. week last season. Like, what happened? Right. Got, got hurt in the first week last season. Um, and. You know, but they've just drafted the. They've got they've got a rookie. I mean, that's a real flyer that you could take there and be like, okay, let's, you know, let's see, right? So, um, you know, that four running back strategy, you know, it's like, uh, like, there's just nothing else that I mean, like, there's just nothing else. Like, you're taking a handcuff with that fourth one, or you're taking a flyer, and so if. If we don't get a third running back that we like, I do just right? like the if there is a clear cut guy at that point in the list that is a running back one without committee. I, sometimes those guys get bounced at least to the top in my mind. Like I'll put this one up here, and if I come up with something better, so. well, it's like I mean, it's like, dude, those guys are. It's like there's there's the question marks about the running backs. Stop it. 12th mm-hmm. like Jarek McKinnon is he, is he a question mark sure can he carry the load for the season right Joe Mixon is he a question mark sure we haven't actually seen him do everything yet um, you know Jordan Howard he's you know it's a new offense for him and he's got um, uh, Tariq Cohen and so is there a question mark there I've already said what I think about Drake I don't I'm like I'm not nothing. Yeah, Collins. Nothing. I, I, my dick doesn't move for Alex Collins. Um, yeah, you, know, you got Jay Ajayi and Miller. Like, there's question marks in there, and then now and then you get into rookies, and beyond that, you get into rookies and platoons, and um, and that's why I was making the case for Bilal Paul at that point, or even if you do have you know splitting a little bit, not too bad if you can pull a clear-cut running back one sometimes i like to add the guy but it's also worth considering that that same name might make it to waivers where you could take them and i don't the now and later that's everyone's own dance well it's like i mean isaiah crowell is the guy that is the highest ranked jet here so i think um yeah i'm not biting on that i i see that but i'm just not taking it yeah. So, um, all right. Any uh, any parting thoughts before we get into take first? Um, not too much that we haven't covered. Uh, I don't know if we gave McCaffrey enough love. I think he's just kind of reiterating the PPR. That's why I was kind of talking about those big gunning offenses. Overall, uh, running back's gonna be tough this year. Like you noted, like you noted, uh, past twelve on the ESPN. There's some some risk with all of those guys, so good luck, everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's like you've got to get. I think I think our strategy has to be to get two. A one, we, we're keeping a great running back. We got to get somebody with the potential for top ten uh, with our second pick, um, whether that's keeping Hunt or if we have to drafting, you know, somebody in the 
Joe Mixon, Derek, Jarek McKinnon, Devontae Freeman kind of era, you know, you know, let's keep three people, please. That would be best. Easy. That would be best. Um, and then, uh, and then, and then take, uh, and then a, a consistent guy with the third one, and then a flyer with the fourth one. That would be the blueprint. That would, I, I, I feel, I feel so, so comfortable with our team. If I'll we're sign able off to do that. that. I think we're kind of in debate about who the flyer is going to be, but the general concept remains true. Yeah, I think so too. So, um, all right. So, take first is uh, is a segment we're doing every week, um, and we're going to. Uh, this week, the take first is draft position. So you've got 10 picks in the draft, and you have to draft a draft position. Who, Which draft position are you taking first? All right, just one question. Is this going to be snake or, uh, you know, auction style? Well, I mean, there's, if it's an auction style, there is no draft position. It's just... You still get those... to nominate first, so it fucks with your ah. list. So we're just going snake. I get it. Snake I draft. get it. I get it. I'm going... I'm going number one pick. I'm not scared. I know my strategy. I know what I want. Give me my top guy. Um, I'm going to have alternates right there. But I want Gurley. Or I want Antonio Brown. It's going to take me a minute to decide, given the league's parameters. That's it. I'll take the number one. Okay. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable anywhere in the draft, but I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with the, the fourth spot. Um, you get four, and then I think – You like, like the uh, swing back? At four, and then you, you get like four and and sixteen. Yeah, right. So, um, I like you know. There's usually there's almost always like if you could give me one draft spot for that I could guarantee myself for the rest of my life, <laughs> it would be the fourth pick. Just for and that, it's for that swing back that doesn't take as long because now well, with my first now I'm waiting for twenty. So, like, just just looking at it, right? I mean, you've got, like, there's always three great running backs. There's always, like, one or two great wide receivers. Um, and so you're going to get one of those guys with the fourth pick. Okay. And So you're still going to have a reasonable name left that you can deal with. Right. Your, your decision is going to be kind of made for you, which is another w- nice factor because like later in the season you can go, well, what are you going to do? I had the fourth fucking pick. I had to take it. Yeah. So you're absolved of responsibility, which is a fucking, <laughs> which is wonderful. You've got something you can bitch about. Um, and uh, you still get a great player and you get the 16th best player or the 16th guy on your board, as opposed to, the 20th by the so, way i hate the 10th spot with that like uh bounce back where you get, get two in a row hate that you get, uh, see i like it it comes in handy it would so, like so if you do two had, in a row wait for fucking ever do two in a row wait for fucking ever. It, uh, i tell you what though um if we got the 10th or the first pick in uh in this league um it's gonna solve a lot of arguments for us it will <laughs> the way our metrics are set up yeah, I mean, it's it's like, well, we'll be arguing over two guys, and we'll just be able to go, well, who gives a fuck? You take one, and I'll take one. And yeah, we'll just pick one, we'll and go from I there. get the next round. And... There you go. So, um, all right, so you're taking the first pick. You want the best player. You want the top player on your board every single time, and you'll wait for the 20th. Um, and I'm taking the fourth pick because uh, I don't want the fucking I, – I want something to bitch about if something goes wrong. Um, and uh, I like getting that. I still like getting a top five player. But I get that swing back. I get to I get to pick at the 16th spot, and uh, 
and and ruin some lives there at the end of the second round. Beautiful. Love it. All right, man. Um, good pod. We'll um, we'll catch up uh, for the next one. Absolutely. Later, brother. Later, man.